This is a path working for the spring equinox. I suggest you find a small crystal to keep near you during your journey. Close your eyes and notice your breathing. Notice as it slows, it becomes deeper, more rhythmic. As you exhale, know that you are releasing any tension and minute stresses from the outside world. Those things no longer matter. Allow your thoughts to slow and the space between them to grow until there are no thoughts, only space. You have released all tension, all thoughts, all ties to the ego. You have allowed them to roll off of you like water. For now, you are pure being. As you breathe now, more slowly, you begin to fall inward. Allow this. Go deep within yourself. Each breath takes you deeper making you more relaxed. Feel yourself sinking. Sinking so deep into yourself that you feel weightless. So deep that you know you will not be attached to the physical world much longer. You have never felt so relaxed and peaceful. Now become unaware of your physical shell. For one last moment, know that it is part of you, and then let it go. Release it. It is not needed now. 
become unaware of your arms. Let go of your torso. Relax your neck and shoulders. And release your awareness of them. Feel them fall away from you like old clothes as you relax even more. Relax your eyes and throat and then forget them. Imagine yourself resting on a cloud, fully supported and yet it's so soft, a lovely violet cloud. And very slowly, you feel yourself sinking into the softness through the cloud, now resting on the cloud below, a beautiful blue cloud, sinking deeper, so soft. A green cloud, yellow, orange, red, and through the red cloud you see a grassy clearing and you float softly down into the clearing. The sun is shining brightly through the scattered clouds above and you see the rainbow that brought you here and you know that you can return home. As you become aware of your surroundings, you notice a wet marshiness to the grass beneath you and the smell of fresh rain. Looking around, you see that you are in a grove encircled by trees. All types of trees, alder, willow, oak, birch, and others. You hear birds chirping, and a robin lands on the alder branch next to where you stand. He chirps again, and you realize that you can intuitively understand him. He says, I need your help. I left my nest to hunt for worms in the rain, and when I returned, my nest was bare. My mate and our three beautiful eggs are missing. I implore you, please, help me find them. If you wish to help the robin, let him perch on your hand while you search, since the little bird is very wary from flying in search of his family. The robin is glad to have a companion in his search, and he gratefully perches on your hand. You feel his smooth feet gently grasp your finger 
as you begin to search the robin chirps. This clearing is where I hunt for worms, and I've searched every puddle and blade of grass. Perhaps we should head west toward the trees. As you head into the forest, leaving your doubts and concerns behind, you focus on your quest. Sunlight and shadow dapple the path. You move deeper into the forest. It's so serene, so beautiful, so peaceful. Moving deeper and deeper with each swinging stride. Sun and shade, sun and shade. Little Robin by your side. You notice a small clearing in partial shade, and looking closer, you see there are tulips starting to sprout, and among them, another color. Not green or brown, but blue. Robin's egg blue. The robin flies off your finger and lands beside his egg. He hops around, excitedly chirping. We found one, at last. The others are sure to be around here also. But you realize that this robin cannot carry the egg while you continue to search, and you would hate to drop it. Seeing that there are tall, strong grasses growing nearby, you ask the grass to give itself for the making of a basket that you may safely transport the eggs. The grass is happy to help, and you harvest a number of blades. You and the robin both give thanks to the grass, and you quickly and skillfully fashion a basket, weaving the grass over itself. You've made a beautiful little basket just right for three eggs. Carefully pick up the egg, and you notice that it's bumpy and dappled with brown, like specks of mud. And you sense the perfect little life that sleeps within, and you gingerly place it in the grass basket. Now, carrying the basket by the handle, you set off in search of the other two eggs. You've only been walking for a few more paces when the robin spots another egg in the mud. You pick it up and place it with its sibling in the basket. The forest is getting shadier now, and you're noticing patches of snow here and there. A cool breeze moves in, rustling the leaves. What's that there? A patch of snow? No, it's fur. It's a rabbit. You instinctively become quiet, watching her. You almost didn't notice her. Her camouflage is very good. 
She is dappled white and brown, midway through the seasonal change. You see that her ears are pinned. She's trying to remain hidden. But you are a calm, peaceful presence, and you mean her no harm. She seems to sense this, and begins to relax, turning her gaze on you. The robin chirps. Have you seen an egg? It's the blue of a spring sky, spotted with brown like specks of mud. The rabbit slowly stands, revealing the egg nestled in snow. I worried she would get cold down in the snow, so I laid with her to keep her warm, the rabbit explains. Oh, my beautiful egg, exclaims the robin, as you reach down to take the egg, your hand brushes against the rabbit's amazingly soft fur. You stroke her ears and take the egg, placing it in the basket with the rest. The robin now thanks you and the rabbit with a beautiful song. And as he sings, a female robin appears. The two of them fly to the same branch and sing to each other with excitement and love. She sees the basket containing the eggs and flies merrily around you. You hold up the basket and the robin takes it in his beak and the two fly away back to their nest. Looking down, you notice that the rabbit has come right up to you, placing her paw on your foot. If you would care to come with me, I will introduce you to someone very special. You have already shown that you have a pure and gentle heart, and you are deserving of this sacred right. With that, she turns and hops up the path. You may follow, if you wish. You have her little cotton tail to guide you through the forest. Every once in a while, she stops to see if you're still following. You nod to her. She continues on. You're on an incline now, and the trees are thinning out. You begin to feel the sun on your face again and you notice a hint of honeysuckle on the breeze. The change in your surroundings piques your curiosity, and you follow more quickly despite the growing incline. Soon you come upon a fast-moving stream that stretches across the entire path. How do we cross? you ask the rabbit. We jump, of course, she replies, and springs across the stream with almost no effort, thanks to her strong back legs. The stream is fairly wide, but you feel confident that you can make it if you take a running start. Moving back a few pieces, 
you assess the distance. The sound of the running water is clear and calming. You know you can make it. You take a few long strides and leap clear across the stream, just like the rabbit. She hops around you in a circle. Look around. We're almost there. You see more flowers around now. Tulips, honeysuckle, snowdrops, crocus. Their smell is delightful, and you pause to take it in. As you walk, you notice the ground is getting softer. There's soft, spongy moss, on the, and the earth is rich and dark. You notice large roots growing along each side of the path. And they're wrapped in blooming ivy. As your gaze travels upwards, you see pink flowers. They look like apple or perhaps cherry blossoms. You also see purple and white lilacs. Their delicate scent fills your nostrils, and you feel both energized and perfectly calm. You see that these flowering trees arch toward one another, creating the walls of a magnificent temple. The roots cross in front to make steps, with flowers poking between the cracks. The rabbit hops up these steps, and you follow, excited to have finally reached your destination. The rabbit seems totally at home here, and you watch as she hops into the arms of a beautiful young woman. Her hair is wrapped in elaborate braids adorned with flowers. She strokes the rabbit and smiles warmly at you. As you approach, you see that her eyes are the bright green of new leaves. Her voice is tinkling music as she bids you welcome. She shifts the rabbit easily to one arm, cradling her, and takes your hand. I'm glad you have come. I am Lestara goddess of spring. Her skin is as smooth as a flower petal, and you feel completely at ease in her presence. As she guides you through the awesome temple, made entirely of flowering trees and plants, their trunks look just like pillars. You pass a pedestal upon which a gleaming object catches your eye. You remain comfortable and at ease, even as the light begins to fade, and you realize that you are entering a deeper place inside the hill. The mouth of a cave lays before you. Moss is growing around its outer wall, 
and you can see that inside it's dim, but not completely dark. Astara gestures toward the cave and says, Enter the womb of Earth, and you shall find that you have all you need to fashion yourself anew. You trust Astara. You trust the rabbit and the robin, and you feel safe entering the cave, even though you don't know exactly what you're looking for. Inside, the air is still and warm and smells of earth. You hear the faint sound of water dripping deeper within, and your feet very slightly sink into the muddy clay that makes up everything around you. There is a beam of light. As you move toward it, you see that it is sunlight entering through a hole in the roof of the cave. Noticing a bench-like protrusion in the wall, you sit to reflect on Astara's words. As you ponder, you wiggle your toes into the clay floor. A flash of inspiration comes, and you realize you are meant to use the clay. Digging into the wall with your fingers, you pull out a chunk of good clay. It's firm but malleable, and you begin working it. As you press and smooth the clay to focus on your best traits, your greatest moments, and you stepped up and impressed even yourself, you infuse that into the clay. You know intuitively that anything you wish to release will be left in the cave. It is not imbued in the clay that you sculpt, and it cannot follow you when you leave. You focus only on your strengths, your unique and creative mind, the strength of your body, the compassion in your heart, anything and everything you wish. When you have completed your sculpture, you get up and thank the earth before leaving the cave. As you step out of the cave, back into the temple, you again smell the flowers and witness their petals arcing overhead to create a bright canopy roof. You feel relieved and utterly grateful for this experience. Ostara appears from a nearby corridor and comes over to greet you. You are holding your clay creation with both hands, and she wraps her hands around yours. She observes your sculpture. You have done well, she tells you, and grasps your shoulders, beaming with love. Come, she says, 
and placing her hand on your back, she guides you to the pedestal. You place the sculpture onto it, and the still damp clay sticks easily. Ostara picks up the glimmering object you noticed earlier and presses it into your hand. I have a message just for you. It's private and sacred. She leans over and whispers in your ear. You close your hand around the object and thank her. She nods. You both say the words, Mary meet, Mary part, and Mary meet again. Blessed be. And you know that you can return here any time you wish. And if, in the future, you wish to remold your clay form, you may do so. But for now, it will stand in that sacred place that lives ultimately within you. Exiting the temple, you see a twilight sky of vibrant azure with pink-lined clouds. A warm wind licks your skin as you travel back down the hill into the trees as they get denser and denser until you reach the heart and they get thinner and thinner. And you see your rainbow cloud bridge as you re-enter the clearing. You approach the vibrant red cloud and begin floating up you make a note to yourself that you will not forget anything of value that you learned on your journey. All that you experienced will always be a part of you. Floating up into the orange cloud, up into a yellow cloud, then green, up, up to the blue cloud, you begin to remember your physical form, up into the violet cloud, up, up, into the room which you left. You see your physical body perfectly calm and waiting for you. You float peacefully down into your earthly form. Begin to wiggle your toes, the tips of your fingers, Become aware of your body again. Stretch and move slowly. And when you're ready, open your eyes. You are home. Whatever object you found glimmering on the pedestal 
is represented by the crystal you see before you. And every time you hold it, you will remember Ostara's words that she whispered just for you. So let it be.